Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, one and all. This is Robert Rogers. I am the founder of Parkinson's Recovery, which launched in 2004. This is our 11th year of providing information, support, and resources to individuals who are currently experiencing the symptoms of Parkinson's disease. I've created, I must say, a mountain of information over the last 10 years that provides support to individuals. The challenge of all that is the information is scattered all over the place, and it is at this point overwhelming for individuals. I organized that information into an online course, which has been extremely helpful to individuals since you don't have to scout all over the place for information. So that, I know, has been a wonderful benefit. But the reality is that the online course has 24 hours of videos. It's really lifetime access. It provides support for people to be able to heal from the inside out. What do individuals do who are really seeking some support and relief right now? people who are experiencing some debilitating symptoms that are creating formidable problems with their being able to live a vibrant life. Well, I have a guest today who's going to help us sort that through, the amazing Jean Oswald. Jean is a registered nurse, a natural health professional, and she's a graduate of the Scholars Program in Aromatherapy at the Aroma Head Institute. Jean has 15 years experience in the fields of holistic wellness and spiritual consciousness. She's the mother of five grown children and the grandmother of two, and she has some amazing holistic tips for Parkinson's that she will be discussing and presenting for all of us today. Jean, from the bottom of my heart, my friend, I thank you so much for taking the time to be on the program today. Well, hello, Robert. What a lovely introduction. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So tell us all about yourself. Wow. I am so um, honored to say that I've been a registered nurse for over 20 years. Um, I do love aromatherapy. My greatest joy has always been being a mother. Um, I am also a shamanic healer and a life coach. I live in one of the suburbs of Rochester, New York. And I work with people um, in person and long distance. But I, um, I, oh gosh, it's hard to talk about yourself. Um, Does that give you? Does that give you enough? (laughs) (laughs) I think it does. Not only me, but the many people who are listening to this program as well. Jean, you were actually a guest on the Parkinson's Recovery radio show several years ago, and so since that time I know you've had an opportunity to connect with a number of individuals who experience symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Just as a general question, what are the pieces to the puzzle of recovery from symptoms of Parkinson's disease? Well, I believe the pieces of the puzzle are, you know, first of all, to understand that the body is just one piece 
of um, dis-ease. And so I always bring in, you know, our thoughts and our feelings, our attitudes, just everything that the mind can conjure up as well as um, our spiritual life. It's it's really important to um, bring balance to all three of these in order to become whole and healthy. I would say that um, we need to have a positive mental attitude, you know, both for ourselves and then about life in general. We do need to take good care of our bodies, but we also need a strong spiritual connection. I think every day matters, you know, what we think and say and feel because everything's creating tomorrow and the next day through our thoughts and our attitude. There's really a lot of pieces to the puzzle, Bob, Robert, and I'm going to talk about them, I think, you know, during this hour. So um, one of the things I work with in um, my care for people with Parkinson's is just the understanding that uh, the physical symptoms are actually the last level of uh, manifestation of um a, a, an issue that we're working with. So in other words, it, it comes down, you know, through uh, other levels of our energy field, you know, the etheric level, the spiritual levels, and physically we experience them finally. So I like to use Louise Hay's little blue book called um, Heal Your Body, and she talks about the mental causes for physical illness and how we can overcome them. And when you look up Parkinson's disease, um, fear is actually one of the um, causes of Parkinson's. And um, it's not easy to, you know, to come out and say this, but she also mentions an intense desire to control things and control people. So I work gently with clients, you know, just in helping them become aware of any areas in their life where, you know, they've brought fear in and they've attached to it or they have, you know, a desire to control their circumstances. I mean, I want to control my life circumstances too, so it's not um, a negative thing. Um, It's not as negative as it sounds, but um, it's one of the things I take into consideration and try to help bring in the spiritual piece to know if people are um, wanting to grow in that area. When symptoms flare, it's pretty clear to everyone that some changes need to be made in order to be able to help reverse those symptoms, issues with diet, with exercise, with perhaps exposure to toxic chemicals. From your experience in working with persons who experience Parkinson's symptoms, how serious are clients about making changes in their life? Oh, that's a good question. I really have seen uh, quite a range. Most people are open to hearing what I have to say. Um, Not everyone is willing to go the distance and make the changes. Um, Just look at at our diets, for starters. I mean... um, my weakness was always white sugar. Um, it's it's a challenge now today to um, 
cook, take the time to cook good meals for ourselves. When we go out to eat, the choices are limited in a healthy diet. But um, it it really matters um, how committed people are to um, recovering. So I, you know, I do talk to people about toxic chemicals in their home. I talk to people about supplements they can take. Um, uh, you asked me how how important is the commitment? It's it's really it's it's really important, Bobby. It's the most important thing. And I'm guessing, too, setting priorities is probably also an issue for individuals with regard to, for example, sleep and limiting stress. Would that be the case, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, I I do tend to start with food because I believe that what we put into our mouth is just so important in, you know, anyone's health, not just someone with Parkinson's, but... If you think about the information that is becoming more common knowledge today about inflammation, you know, that starts with our diet. So if you think about the pH in your bloodstream after um, digestion occurs, um, we tend to be more acidic, and acid um, in the terrain of our body is what leads to inflammation, and inflammation leads to disease. So I recommend people... Um, make it a priority to, you know, have 80% of their diet fruits and vegetables and the other 20%, whatever source of protein, whether it's meat or grains, um, because those are more acid-forming foods. But I also am a high uh, proponent of people having their vitamin D level checked. I think that's another priority So if I tell you that every single cell in the body has receptors for vitamin D, this is truly the latest um, research on it. And if someone has a vitamin D level that's below 50, then all of their stores are going toward metabolism and they don't have the extra vitamin D that would fight colds and flu or decrease the risk cancer. Um, Vitamin D, by the way, is actually a hormone. It's not really a vitamin, but I recommend um, for people who already tell me they're on a vitamin D supplement to know what their number is, and I'm specifically referring to the 25-hydroxy vitamin D test, and this is a really common blood test that doctors know today, and they're getting them checked. Unfortunately, a lot of doctors are saying, oh, your level's 40, that's, that's fine, that's a good vitamin D level. And actually it's not. It's better to be between 50 and 70 for women and 60 to 80 for men. So vitamin D um, is uh, so important that, um, you know, for example, I take 5,000 units a day. And in the summer, I don't need as much. But for someone who's newly starting on vitamin D, um, they they probably need a significant dose like that. And then it's always important to have it rechecked in a few months. Um, but vitamin D just 
does so much. If if there are receptors on every single cell in the body, you know how valuable vitamin D is to the body. So, you know, that's an example. But I do talk to people about, you know, omega-3s and your vitamin B complex. There's, there's several. Um, you ask about priorities, and I just can't help but mention Clorox, Lysol, Windex, especially Swiffer. Those are just so toxic that we, you know, if we don't get them out of our house, we are breathing them in every day, even if they're in the closed cupboard. So there's lots of information about that that's available to people. Now, one of your specialties among many specialties and areas of expertise happens to be essential oils. How can people use essential oils safely? Well, I believe when I was first interviewed by you, Bobby, I uh, was using essential oils much more liberally. And when I went to Aroma Head, because you did mention that at the beginning, I learned um, a little bit more about respecting the oils um, the way they deserve to be respected. They're very powerful, um, very powerful uh, liquid extracts from, you know, plants and trees and seeds and roots. And when I questioned, you know, why don't we use them, you know, neat or undiluted, um, we went into some conversation about the kidneys and the liver. And even though the half-life of essential oils is very short in the body, it's still uh, requiring our kidneys or our liver, however they're you know, detoxed in the body, it's still requiring them to to work. And our liver and our kidneys do a lot of things for us in everyday life, just the normal processes. And the question comes up, you know, why make them work harder if essential oils diluted in a carrier is just as effective? And so I've turned a corner with uh, the way I teach and the way I recommend oils to people, and that is to use them in a safer way, um, you know, diluted. So um, there's also, you know, things to know such as uh, the shelf life of essential oils. But before I go to shelf life, I have to say, your essential oils, if you're going to be using them, you must get a quality essential oil that is tested in a laboratory so that there's no um, chemical solvents that still remain in the oil. And Robert, anything that you buy in a store is going to be perfume grade. That is the uh, predominant uh, essential oil you will see. And um, using a perfume-grade essential oil can have uh, significant side effects. So I only use oils that are tested in the lab, and um, the, the acronym is uh, GCMS, tested. So it doesn't matter who you're buying them from, they really need to be tested for impurities. And... And then I was going to just tell you about shelf life. When I first was introduced to essential oils, um, I was told they didn't—they they just lasted a very long time if you keep them in a cold, dark space. But that's actually not true. 
I think when I learned that, uh, the assumption was that I would use up the bottle before the essential oils became oxidized, before, um, you know, before a few years, you know, uh, before, you know, within a few years. So um, I can tell you that the compounds in the essential oil actually do break down over a period of time. Um, briefly, I can say that citrus oils are best in the first year or two. Uh, oils that come from plants and leaves uh, would uh, have a shelf life approximately two to three years. And then oils that come from the roots and seeds and the ground, uh, those could have a very long shelf life, you know, 10 years or so. So. It's important to work, you know, with an aromatherapist and really use good quality oils. I just can't stress that enough. It sounds like you might also have to dilute some of the oils before use. Yes, yes. You dilute them in a carrier, and there's many different ways to use them. I mean, I use Castile soap to make soaps, you know, that are more antimicrobial to wash my hands. You can use essential oils in um, Epsom salts or baking soda for the bath. You can use essential oils in a massage oil like jojoba or almond oil. Um, hydrosols are a very uh, safe way to use essential oils, say, on a, a burn or your pet. Um, I make butters that have shea in them, shea butter or coconut oil. There's just so many delightful ways I learned at Aromahead um, how to prepare uh, blends for clients. How fascinating. <laughs> I have some specific questions for you, Jean Oswald, uh, about uh, essential oils that are helpful for very specific symptoms of Parkinson's disease. So the first symptom I want to ask you about is what would be the best and the preferred essential oils to use for sleep issues? Well, before I uh, just talk about sleep, I just uh, need to say that, you know, I cannot make any medical claims. Um, essential oils are very powerful, but I can't, you know, promise any cures or you know, guarantee that essential oils will help people. Um, I can certainly say that from experience, um, essential oils can be very helpful to um, people that, you know, are having difficulty sleeping and many other problems as well, but just need to say that the FDA has cracked down so intensely in recent years that... Um, you know, I just can't make any claims. So um, to say that up front, uh, I would say that uh, to help people sleep, I recommend a few things. And definitely essential oils are one of them. It can be oils like vetiver and uh, sandalwood, cedarwood. I like patchouli, ylang-ylang, uh, lavender. There's so many, Bobby. I like to um, put essential oils in jojoba, and I sell a roll-on, for example, uh, that um, you can use on your temples and across your forehead uh, and then massage it in and, 
that that can be helpful for sleep. What about depression? Depression. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I might suggest diffusing essential oils in a uh, small, you know, tabletop diffuser. There are many different kinds. Um, some of them are under $50. Some of them use um, tap water, which is my favorite. Um, others don't need water at all. But to turn on a diffuser, say, at your desk or at one end of the room that you're living or working in, um, that can be really helpful. So um, it could be anything like lemon or peppermint. I like cardamom very much. I like sweet basil. And then I also, you know, because I'm a life coach, I really ask people questions about, you know, what they're telling themselves. You know, I I wonder if they have a picture of themselves in in really good health and, you know, what, what line of thinking do they feed every day? Sometimes it's actually harder for a caregiver. Um, you know, they're, they are often the ones that contact me because um, the one who has Parkinson's is not um, ready to really, uh, you know, have the state of mind to really work with um, some of the ideas that require a commitment to reverse the disease. So some of these kinds of ideas might provide some a jump start, so to speak, to a person who really feels uh, pretty debilitated. Right, right. I just had a client recently, and it was his daughter that contacted me, and um, uh, he he really he was really depressed and uh, didn't. Um, have a lot of impetus to help himself. You know, he was willing to let his caregiver do things, but um, she couldn't commit to um, regular, consistent help. She she wanted him to be able to do things for himself. And uh, I understand where she's coming from because I've learned on, on many levels that I can't want recovery for someone more than they want it for themselves. And I can almost hear your listeners saying, boy, is that right? Because (laughs) we all know that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. What about stress as a symptom? What kind of oils might be useful for that? Well, um, lavender is a great one. I I do uh, pay attention to whether it's male or female. You know, sometimes uh, women are more prone to say yes to some of the floral oils like uh, lavender and ylang-ylang. But for men, um, I I try to go to some more grounding oils, uh, as I mentioned. Vetiver smells strong. Uh, Someone recently told me they thought cedarwood smelled strong, um, which they do. Uh, I I guess you acquire a taste for some of these aromas. Um, but stress is multifaceted. Um, I, 
will let some people sample oils, you know, if it's a local person. If they are at a distance, um, I get a feel for whether they've, you know, smelled essential oils before, and then we talk about um, what might be helping them with stress. So um, you might say that lavender helps people relax, but sometimes it's an uplifting oil like cardamom or basil that will um, give people, you know, it's it's so hard to describe what essential oils do, but it's like it gives them a boost that um, helps them focus. So if they're stressed, I mean, vetiver, cedarwood, and uh, lavender are excellent oils for stress, but I might still go to some of the other aromas just because they seem to have a, the influence of um, putting people at ease when they're stressed. So that's that's my answer. Sounds like there really are quite a few wonderful options and choices for many of the symptoms associated with Parkinson's disease. People may be a bit perplexed and overwhelmed with which one or ones to use and how to get the ones that have the purified grade. Do you still provide consultations over the phone or Skype to people where you can sort through for them what might be the best oils for them? Absolutely. Yes, I do. And um, I will say that I actually get a lot of emails. Bobby, I've, I've had three emails just in the last uh, two to three days. And it's, it's so hard to keep up with them all because um, health and wellness is half of my business and uh, the coaching and uh, I'm working on a new project is the other half. So um, I'm, I, you know, I'm thrilled that people are looking into natural remedies and I give them so much credit for doing that. Um, but the best way for me to work with people is to, you know, invite them to get on my email list and um, uh, follow me on Facebook and then um, actually, you know, ask for a consultation. And I would say that a simple consultation, you know, is an hour if they just want, you know, just just tell me about essential oils. I don't care about the other stuff. I, I'm you know, doing other things for my symptoms. Um, I, I charge $60, and that includes um, the hour with me, and I will mail them an essential oil blend. And if they're local, they come pick it up. Um, for people that, you know, are interested more in the whole, um, the whole body of information I'm giving you today, um, it's $100 to go more in-depth in a lot of the things I've shared today with you, uh, and that would also include a blend that I mail to them. So, um, yes, people can still work with me, and I will apologize now that I cannot keep up with all the emails. Well, that sounds like a deal of a lifetime to me, Jean Oswald. What is your website address? Oh, yes. It is CompassionateConsulting.com. And could you very slowly spell that for listeners? Sure. It's www.compassionateconsulting.com. 
com. So the two words joined together, compassionate, joined together with consulting. Now, one of the questions I have for you, Jean, is whatever happened to noricular technique? (laughs) Oh, my dear noricular technique. So years ago, Bobby, I was taught uh, a method of... uh, supporting the connection between the brain and the rest of the body. And that happened at the top of the brain stem. And um, this method was taught initially outside of the U.S. And you probably know this, but I think every other country besides the U.S. is very open to national remedy, natural remedies. Um Ecuador uh, is an example, and they promote natural healing before they even promote uh, Western medicine. So, uh, again, the FDA has made it very difficult for people to teach um, in the U.S. So uh, this is no longer, you know, officially approved of in the U.S. Um, so one of the reasons I took uh, videos down, I, I uh, had videotaped a friend who was giving noricular technique to her husband, and it was reducing some symptoms for him um, over a length of time. And I had to take the videos down, number one, because of the FDA, and number two, because I don't believe, uh, I'm sorry, number two is because in those videos, the essential oils were used neat on the body. And, you know, after my training, I no longer feel that we need to use them neat, and it's not a good idea to teach that way anymore. So um, I do recommend people see a healthcare professional that uses essential oils and um, I can give you contact information uh, of a uh, natural health uh, consultant out of uh, the Buffalo and Cortland, New York area. Um, she teaches people basically how to support the brain and the body systems um, using essential oils that are diluted. It's not something that I got professionally trained in, so I took the videos down, and you know I don't share it with clients. So that's that's a long answer. Interesting. We had a link to that video up on the website, and I had a number of emails from people. I can't. The link doesn't work anymore. So now I know what yeah. happened to the link. Thanks for the that's explanation. That's what happened. Yeah. So how much time does it take uh, to take effect? Well, if you're, you know, asking something like sleep or relaxation, um, (laughs) you know, I could say, you know, they they work beautifully. But, you know, to use essential oils um, regularly, I, I just, I can't recommend that without saying, you know, please work toward, you know, a healthy diet as well. So um, there's no one specific answer to that question. They they work at a different rate depending on the person's terrain 
you know, which is their bloodstream? Is it alkaline? Is it acidic? Um, how hard do these oils have to work? What length of time are they using them over? What oils are they using? Um, I, I can say that I've had clients with Parkinson's who do really like the blend I shared with you, I think, the last uh, time we did this. Uh, the Parkinson Project in the early 90s that Len and Shirley Price did, they found that, you know, the regular massage with lavender, marjoram, and clary sage was helpful for uh, symptoms of tremors and uh, rigidity and stiffness. So I make a blend uh, with those, putting them in jojoba oil, and I do have people come back for more. So those people are using it, you know, at least a few times a day. Initially, they're using them more, and more can mean hourly. But um, it really, it really depends on the individual. And I really believe that healing happens um, when people have the positive attitude. I think that's really important. I know it is. So listeners are thinking to themselves, well, I'm committed to healing and to uh, reversing the symptoms that I currently experience, and I can tell that essential oils are going to probably help me. Where do I start? Hmm. Well, I would say uh, someone like me uh, who is a healthcare professional and certified clinical aromatherapist, um, they, don't, they can find one in their area. Um, but I do work with uh, clients with Parkinson's. So you start, you know, as I described before, with an intake, and, you know, we really have a lengthy conversation. If someone is going to just go to a store, um, like you, you did have a, um, someone write in, and I saw it on your Parkinson's recovery page. I, I felt so sad to read, you know, her husband had started having some symptoms after she used oils, but I have no idea where she got the oils. And I will say again that if they're perfume grade, they can have solvents in them. They have essential oils if you're using them in a serious way for your body and for symptom relief. You need to buy a quality oil that is GCMS tested. And the only way to know that is to ask the company that's selling them. We have a natural food store in town, and they sell Oracacea oils, and they swear they're really good quality, but I'll tell you that they're perfume grade because they're not tested. So um, trying to, did I answer that question? <laughs> you did indeed. Now, people, of course, now know about your website. Can they actually call you and connect in that way? Um, they can, Bobby, but um, I often am in the middle of something and can't answer the phone. So I do um, give my email and ask them to contact me either for a consultation um, or um, a very brief question that we could talk by phone. Yes, I've given my phone number um, after I get serious emails. I'd, I'd rather not give it here. And what is your email? My email is jean, J-E-A-N, at compassionateconsulting.com. 
Now, there is uh, an organization called the Alliance of International Aroma Therapists that works for hospitals. Is this going away? Oh, um, so they don't work for hospitals. It's an international group that is trying to get um, some standards whereby essential oils are used safely all over the world. And uh, they are approaching hospitals uh, with a survey to uh, learn how many hospitals are actually using essential oils and um, they're asking, you know, how... Um, how they can be of service, you know, to give training because all of the Alliance for International Aromatherapists um, get uh, really top-notch training, and uh, um, I've I've been a member um, just for the past year, and uh, I I want to support, you know, the work that uh, they're doing to bring essential oils into mainstream. So there actually are a number of hospitals around the world that already use essential oils, but I don't think there's international standards yet. So the AIA is trying to help establish standards. Now, on your website, uh, there uh, is wonderful archived information about a number of different topics uh, regarding, for example, healthy bones, cholesterol, issues with allergies, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a wonderful resource for people. And, again, that website is www.compassionateconsulting.com. I've been signed up for Jean's newsletter now for a number of years, and whenever I see it coming through, I always stop and read every uh, sentence because she's got such wonderful content and information in each newsletter that's sent out. Now, you also send out holistic health tips on a number of different topics. How do people get those? Well, they can go to my website, and uh, right on the home page there, there's a, there's an invitation to uh, receive my um, daily guide for you know self-compassion, and that will put them on my email list for the holistic health tips. I send them out once a month, and uh, there are always different topics. I think today's uh, today's Wednesday, right? So today's topic was actually shamanic healing, and I'm getting ready to offer a, a parenting course um, as as a coach. So it's not always um, a physical um, uh, health tip that I'm giving. Today's happens to be more spiritual. But I did put out a a holistic health tip on Parkinson's about a year ago, and if people email me for it, I can forward that. Um, Yeah, can forward that. Well, I know that uh, coaching is a new love uh, for you, and many individuals in my audience uh, are interested in getting some coaching assistance. Can you tell us a little bit about that work? Oh, coaching is uh, a wonderful field. A lot of people understand the benefits of coaching. Um, I work with people in person and by phone, basically helping them get clear on, um, you know, priorities, what's important to them, goals, um, really, um, really concretizing the steps they need, and 
this is a lot through, you know, some simple exercises, but I ask a lot of questions. And just recently it uh, occurred to me that I should be working with parents because I have... Uh, I have successfully raised five kids. My my kids are all over the world, and I'm really proud of the things they're doing. Uh, they're each giving back in their communities and uh, very active on uh, many levels. <laughs> I have a son who's an officer in the military. I have a daughter who's a um, reporter at CQ Roll Call at the Capitol on uh, national security issues and foreign policy. I have a daughter who um, graduated with her master's at Cornell. I mean, I, I could really go on um, just to say that uh, I really encouraged my kids to follow their passions. Um, it's really important to me to uh, be present to people wherever they are. And I think as a nurse, I, I deeply learned this as a hospice nurse, um, really helping people as they were, you know, at end of life and uh, presence. I, I thought, you know, I thought everyone really knows how to be present, but um, it's it's an art. And uh, I will say that I've I've come to the realization that I've been a really good parent. I didn't do it alone, and it's and work, but I did it through some very challenging circumstances, Bobby, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm aware that I bring that into coaching, so uh, coaching um, can really help people as they try to get clarity. I've, I've had clients who are trying to leave their job and go into something they really love, um, clients who are considering major life decisions. Uh, clients who are trying to get clear on the steps they need to take to manifest something in their life. Um, coaching just offers a lot of um, a lot of benefits for people. So my, uh, I'm going to have a website for coaching. It goes live October 1st, and uh, I can give you that website as well. Oh, please do. Okay. So it's uh, www.your-inner-wisdom.com. And Your could, you inner spell, wisdom. could you spell Wait, that for people, too, please? Geez, oh, sure. Slowly. Uh, D-O-M dot com. I when, it goes, when it goes live, Robert, on October 1st, um, the page will show the event that I'm offering in October, but that's a local event for parents. Um, I'm trying to finish all the text for, um, you know, descriptions of what is coaching and how they get started with me, but my schedule has just been very... Full, so oh, I'm juggling a lot of things. 
Now, some people that I talk with on the phone and receive emails from basically are saying they they really don't know where to turn. They have no ideas in mind of what plan to pursue. Uh, they're feeling pretty awful and uh, debilitated energetically. Um, and so I think there's a lot of hesitancy to even pick up the phone and approach somebody like you for some coaching. Uh, should they even pick up the phone and say, I need help? Uh, or if they're really at their wit's end, is there something else that they should pursue? Oh, Bobby, what a great question. You know, I, I just feel your heart as you say that, as you ask that, and and I um, I know that you and I both uh, would give a resounding yes. Absolutely reach out. Uh, there are forums that you host. I know you have your Sunday. Do you still have your Sunday program? We do. Uh, we have volunteer okay. hosts to come in as well as myself who offer programs on Sundays. Yeah, and Bobby, uh, your your work is just so valuable. You have uh, so much on your site, and I know that you know when you interviewed me a long time ago, you had more than a dozen other people with wonderful therapies for Parkinson's. I I'm so excited to to know that people have so many options today. I mean, aromatherapy is just one of them. Um, you know, I this is where the nurse in me, you know, really comes out. But as a as a holistic nurse, like I just know there is there is just so much available for people. And I I think I talked to you last time about the integrative health committee that I've been on for ten years now. Uh, our county's medical society is is if not the only one, one of the you know few that have this way of connecting uh, Western uh, physicians with all kinds of practitioners. And we we put on a seminar every year, but it just goes to show you that uh, there there are people, there are pockets of this happening everywhere. It doesn't have to be a medical society's subcommittee like ours, but every community nowadays has integrative health. I would encourage people to look up functional medicine, integrative medicine, doctors in your area, um, look for the holistic um, directories in your area, absolutely reach out. There is so much, this is such an exciting time to be on our planet, Robert, because so if, it, if it's okay if I um, talk a little bit of, uh, spiritually here, but I really want to say that it's really exciting uh, for everyone to know, for all your listeners to know, that there is so much higher energy from uh, from above. So whether you call it the universe, God, um, our galactic family, whatever, you want to consider it, you know, all of these uh, eclipses, uh, we're in we're in a window right now in these two weeks between a solar eclipse last Saturday and a lunar eclipse coming up during the full moon, where there's all kinds of things that are able to be manifested if people, um, you know, deepen their their spiritual faith. It's it's I said it at the beginning and I can't say it enough. It's very important to have a spiritual connection. Uh, 
to believe in, you know, I don't know how people cannot believe in something, you know, greater than us. You know, why does the sun come up every day and how is a baby created in a womb? There's just something bigger than us that's making things happen. Um, But this is a very exciting time to be on the planet because so much is happening. People are waking up to the fact that we're not alone. And uh, to answer your question, absolutely, yes, 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 reach out. It doesn't have to be me by any means, but reach out because there is help. I encourage all of you who are listening who are at that point of being at your wits end to consider uh, Jean Oswald as a wonderful resource, not only for ideas for essential oils, but for ongoing coaching. You may have been able to tell that Jean and I know each other and have known each other for the last 15 years. Many of the guests on my radio show I'd never met before we actually air the show. Jean and I were both participants in a wonderful program called Pathwork in Virginia. So she traveled from New York. I traveled from Virginia once a month. Uh, I did it for three years, but she went through the entire program. So I just want everyone to know that connecting with her is a golden opportunity, an opportunity of a lifetime to be able to have some focus, get some wonderful ideas, and she will uh, listen to your situation and I think provide just the kind of support that you're looking for. So please consider her as a, a wonderful resource that can provide some support to help jumpstart your journey down the road to recovery. She's a remarkable individual, and I say that because I know her so well. I mean, we were together for a full weekend for now three years each month, so we got to know each other, as you can tell, quite well. So, Jean, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time. You've got so many things in going in your life, so many irons in the fire, so to speak, that I know it was a lot of effort to be able to carve out this time to be able to tell people more about essential oils and about your perspective on what it takes to actually reverse symptoms of a disease like Parkinson's. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And speaking for all the many listeners across the globe, from them too, we all thank you for taking the time to providing all the wonderful support and information that you've offered today. Bobby, thank you so much. It's an honor for me, and you know, I just, I just want to be helpful, just like you. So we're in this together. That's been my motto for many years. I really believe it. We're all equal. We all have gifts to share. And the final thing I would say to your listeners is, you know, we are all waiting for you to say yes. You know, we, we want to help you. We're in this together, and. Uh, there's nothing you can't do. I really believe that. These are remarkable times to be alive on the earth. Things are moving in all sorts of different directions, and as Jean Oswald has so beautifully expressed, it's a good time to be alive because there are so many wonderful options that you can take advantage of, just like essential oils, aromatherapy, and coaching. Again, Jean, thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Thank you, Bobby. It was great to be here. Take care. 
And for everyone who's listening, uh, we also have a free crash course, Jumpstart to Recovery. So be sure to sign up. Uh, You'll be able to get uh, access to some videos that I recorded on how to find ways of releasing trauma that is trapped at the cellular level. So after 10 years of interviewing people and also having a personal experience with figuring out ways to release all of the tension that is trapped inside our body from physical and emotional and mental traumas that we've experienced in our lifetime, we've got some wonderful free ways that you can pursue yourself. They are things that you can do every day that make a huge difference. So be sure to sign up for that free crash course, provide some basic tips, uh, some three fundamental, actually four fundamental approaches that you can use that will make a huge difference in being able to help you control stress in your life. And of course, there's also the full 24 hours of videos online Udemy course that's available as well. And then finally, by way of support, we are offering in November of this year, and you're listening uh, to a program that's airing in 2015, so November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. We will be offering a Jumpstart to Recovery live program event in Alderbrook, which is a wonderful resort in Washington State. Uh, an hour ferry ride and a little car uh, jump uh, down to a little town called Union, Washington. So we invite everybody to join us for the Alderbrook program. Uh, people are coming from across the United States, most of whom are actually coming from the East Coast. So please join us. Uh, You'll meet some remarkable individuals who are all finding ways to uh, uh, be able to reverse whatever symptoms they might currently be experiencing. So we're providing now a number of wonderful opportunities for people to find ways to reverse symptoms. Uh, The free crash course uh, videos that provide ways of uh, being able to release trauma that's trapped. The online course on Udemy. Uh, as well as, finally, the live Jumpstart to Recovery course at Alderbrook. And, of course, we've got tons of information on the blog. We've got YouTube uh, videos. Uh, We do our radio show. We've got Sunday Connections. Be sure to sign up for our free newsletter as well so that you'll get notices about all of the activities that we're currently sponsoring. Uh, After 10 years, we've got lots of wonderful ideas that allow you to be in control of being able to figure out what it will take for you to be able to reverse your own symptoms. So it's not a static program. It really is all about figuring out what is it that is blocking and obstructing your ability to reverse your own symptoms. It's all about healing from the inside out rather than suppressing uh, symptoms through medications or any other kind of treatments. So that's what Parkinson's Recovery is all about, to provide support information and resources to individuals who are dedicated to being able to find ways to reverse whatever symptoms they might currently be experiencing that are associated with a diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. And that is indeed what is happening on the shores of the Puget Sound, where all the women are smart, all the men are handsome, and all the children are truly loved. Know that by virtue of the fact that you have been listening to this radio show from start to end, that you indeed are on the road to recovery. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a marvelous week.